0: I said Sodom, Egypt. Anyhow you put it, just put it somewhere. Sodom, Egypt, Babylon, Babylon, Egypt, Sodom, Egypt, Sodom, Babylon is almost the same thing. Now, why are these um, cities um, almost alike? revelations 11 and 8. Revelation 11, verse 8. All right. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city. Which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Now these cities um, were an earthly civilization many years ago. You know all these um, all the earth, all the things that took place in that earthly civilization. The Bible calls uh, that they also called. There's a there's a great city called spiritually called Sodom and Egypt. That means. The things that took place there did not just take place um, physically. It was also a spiritual city. So he says, and there are dead bodies, talking about two witnesses. And just in case you don't know who the two witnesses are, you have to know. that It means you're not ready for the coming of the Lord because the two witnesses are supposed to come after the rapture of the church. There are two prophets, two great prophets that will come after the church is raptured. And... They shall be killed in Jerusalem. And when they are killed in Jerusalem, um, the Bible says that they shall be raised again, right? Today is not a day for all that, but the Bible is talking about their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, a which spiritually is called Sodom in Egypt. That means this great city is not either Sodom or Egypt, but it is a great city which is spiritually called Sodom or Egypt because of the similarities in the civilization in terms of the things that went on over there. Then I showed you again the book of Revelation, where it talked about mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of Son. So so um, Babylon will also resurrect, Sodom will resurrect, Egypt will resurrect. Now, when I say Egypt will resurrect, not the current Egypt you are seeing. The the Egypt you saw in the Bible has a certain spiritual significance, and they represent something in biblical understanding. So I need to understand, uh, when we talk about when we say defeating Egypt, Sodom and Babylon, you might think, oh, but I'm in Ghana. <laughs> I don't have any business with Sodom, Egypt, and Babylon. You do when you're a Christian because these cities represent something. Now, I talked on the very first day I began with this subject. I I started with um, Babylon and I talked about how um, Babylon began with the Tower of Babel, a great hunter named Nimrod. All right. the Bible talks about it in Genesis chapter 11. It says that the people is one and they all have one language and nothing will be restrained from them what they have imagined to do. So Babylon has a certain um, uh, mentality. Babylon has a certain mentality. And the mentality of Babylon is everything should be one. Everything should be one. So maybe I'm sure in the news you heard of the New World Order, you know, one world religion that is Babylon resurrecting. And that is indication that we are really rounding up and we are getting to the final days of the church when you start seeing these things happening because the Antichrist will not be able to rule until there is that synergy, there is that one thing happening because like the Bible has has said concerning the Antichrist, that the Antichrist will almost rule the whole world, not the whole world, but almost rule the whole world all right? And he will need some things in place before he can rule the whole world. So when you see the regime of Babylon resurrecting, then you know that we are coming to that time of um, the, the coming of the Lord. Now when you hear the word Antichrist, Antichrist is not necessarily um, opposite of Christ. It can also mean instead of Christ. Antichrist is not necessarily opposite of Christ, it's also instead of Christ. So the Antichrist will not necessarily oppose, all right, or be an opposite of Christ. He can also be someone you can put instead of Christ. When the Antichrist comes to rule, he will not rule with war. And he will use deception. You know, I pity you if you believe the media. At least, even if I don't know anything about the media... Last year, we were in the news, and I knew that 99% of the things said were wrong. I pity if you believe the media. And I also pity you if all everything you know is from Google. Some of my guys are here. Last year, we can see things in the news concerning us, and we are shocked. I was in a taxi. During that time, one time I took a taxi. Last year. I said you should take me home, so... We sat in the taxi. and We were talking about, you know, there was a point in time last year where Numatica night was the talk of everybody. Like, hey, you are, you, talk, you talk about it. So, so the guy, we sat in the car and the man said, "Ha, ah, What's he? I saw for na he arrested on manu. Niabani ene, niakrau. no saying." So the man looked at me and said, "Hey, see this a church pastor, The man looked at me and said, Pastor hey, He took his phone. Pastor I said, see, hey, he a I couldn't believe it. You, you, different things were being said. At a point in time, they said they picked me up. At a point in time, they, meanwhile, they said they picked me up, but I was standing in church. So, everybody, so, I mean, this is just a little fraction of it. I also remember stories about the man of God past crazy years ago. And all these things were not true. So, if all you believe is from the news, sorry for you. Going to be, uh, Moved into a lot of deception, and the Bible talks about the Antichrist. He's not going to rule with wars. Some people think he just come and go. No, no, he's going to rule with deception. He's going to deceive many. He's going to deceive many. Praise God. So, when 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 I talk about you know uh defeating, all right. Now, why do we put these together? Now, I talked a bit about Babylon, and I, I, I mentioned in Genesis chapter 11, verse verse um, 6. Let's go there. He says, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Now, these people were building a tower. All right? Now... I'm sure many of you, let's start from verse 1. I'm sure many of you have heard this story and you know this story from verse 1. All right. And the whole, was of, the whole earth was of one language and one speech. Okay. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. Another day we'll talk about that. And they said one to another, Go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. All right. And they said, Go to let us build a city and a tower pay attention, whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name. Now, uh, different people have tried to make uh, nonsense of Christians for believing this because, um, this looks like a cock and bull story, truly speaking. Why? Because the Christians claim that heaven is not a physical place. So how can God be worried that people are building a tower to heaven? That's a cock and bull story. Just like some some atheists, all right, also say that, um, how can we believe that the serpent said to Eve? Now, if you don't understand this and you don't understand that, you think it's not possible that the serpent spoke to Eve. The serpent spoke to Eve. How many of you ever heard that God spoke through a donkey? You've heard it before. Right? God spoke to a donkey, right? It's not true. Someone said, knowledge. God did not speak through a donkey. And when you ask people to show you the, the, this verse, that God spoke through a donkey, they don't have any scripture to show you. Alright, let's look at this scripture they claim that God spoke through a donkey. Let's look at Numbers 22. Verse 21. Verse 21. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass, as there is donkey, right? And went, <laughs> Yeah. And, and NIV. Yes. <laughs> because we're gonna be seeing that word a lot of times. So Bala- <laughs> Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the Moabite officials. Alright? Balaam is a prophet and he goes on the donkey. Okay? Let's go. But God was very angry when he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. Okay. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, it turned off the road into a field. Balaam beat it to get back on the road. Now this is what is happening. Balaam is riding a donkey. So he's riding a donkey and the donkey sees an angel on the road. Then the donkey sees an angel with a drawn sword and turned off the road into the field. Because the donkey is seeing something that Balaam is not seeing. And Balaam, just like any other person who owns a donkey or a horse, tries to beat the donkey to get back onto the... So you are following the story. Verse 24. Then the angel of the Lord stood in the narrow path through the vineyards with the walls on both sides. So the angel now connects them. Okay, go ahead. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it pressed close to the wall, crushing both Balaam's foot against it. So he beat the donkey again. So the donkey is trying to signal Balaam that um, there's an angel there. But the donkey is unable to communicate with Balaam. I want you to get this. The donkey now with what the donkey is doing now, you can tell that the donkey wants to say something. Hey, You know that when your dog, you go to, oh, (laughs) Pinky. Pinky. Then Pinky will be walking his tail. Pinky wants to say, oh, master, you are here. You know, but Pinky is unable to communicate with you. But when Pinky meets his fellow dog, they know what they are doing. Right? Agreed? Good. All right. So he beat the donkey again. Verse 26. Then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn, either to the right or to the left. So now... They've cornered the donkey. The donkey will not have anywhere to turn right now. Right? So the donkey is frustrated. Agreed? Is the donkey frustrated? Verse 27. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it laid down under Balaam, and he was angry and beat it with his staff. So now, the donkey now sits. He said, I'm not going anywhere today. Then Balaam wants to go, so he beat the donkey. Verse 28. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth and it said to Balaam, What have I done to you to make, to make you beat me these three times? So God did not speak through the donkey. God opened the mouth of the donkey to say what he has been wanting to say all the while. So, teaches you something. All animals are communicating. The dog that beats you. If he could talk, maybe he wouldn't have beating you. He would I tell you, hey, what are you doing in this house? You see, but you see, because that 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 dog does not have the, the means of communication with you, he's responding how he can respond. So God didn't speak to a donkey. God opened the mouth of the donkey. So God did not speak to a donkey, God made a donkey speak. Another thing. If you understand the language of your of, of an animal, you are communicating with it. Psalms. Psalm, Psalm 19. Have you ever, who was waking up in the morning and the star was speaking? The star was talking or the clouds were talking? How many of you have taken a flight before? You were com- communicating with a cloud. It's not true. But David is by revelation showing us something here. He said, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament showeth his handiwork. You are the one who is is saying that they don't talk. (laughs) David is saying that the heavens declare the glory of God. That means anytime you wake up, when the sun is setting or rising, the sun is speaking. You don't understand. He says, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament showeth his handiwork. Verse 2. Day on today, uttereth speech. Day on today, they have this utter speech. So there are things you think don't talk that are talking you don't understand. So when I say, How, how can you believe that a snake spoke spoke to Eve? Eve had what it takes to understand the serpent. How many of you have ever. Proverbs 24, verse 30. I went by the field of the slothful and by. The vineyard of a man void of understanding. So Solomon says he goes by the field of the slothful. He goes by the field of a lazy man. He says, and by the vineyard of a man void of understanding. So he equates a lazy man to a man who has no understanding. Okay, that's it. That's to say that. If you don't understand your job, you are are as useless as a lazy man. So you can be working hard. But because you don't understand your job, you and a lazy man are the same. Hmm. I went by the field of the slothful. And by the vineyard of a man, void of understanding, verse 3. And lo, mm, mm, and lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles, and had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Verse 32. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it, and it said I instructed, I received instruction. That means the field of the man was talking to Solomon. Let me break it down into a normal day life. Have you ever met an old man, an old woman, a younger, a young guy and say, I will never make this mistake in my life. They didn't talk to you. But when you look at them, say, I will never be like this. They were talking to you. You ever pass by a very rich man's house and you look at it and you are like, I will build something like this. The house was talking to you. Sometimes you're, you're, you're driving past a place that they see. You are looking at it and, oh God, you are so great a sea was declaring the glory of God. All you understand at this time of your life is cognitive, like you, you hear words, it's say, okay, I heard, that's communication. No, communication is beyond that. The knowledge of God is not only cognitive. Your spirit can lay hold on the knowledge. So when those who say that, it's cock and boo story, that a dog was, uh, a snake was speaking, uh, they don't understand. Remember that the state in which Adam and Eve were They were in a certain state that they could relate with things that we can't relate to now. Adam named all the animals. Who told him the names? He used two things to name the animals. Two things. He used righteousness and he used wisdom. How? He used righteousness because anything he called the animals was going to be correct. Understand that sin had not been introduced into him. That means darkness has not been introduced into him. That means the man is functioning at a certain at a certain realm that he cannot make a mistake. He, he couldn't have made a mistake. That's righteousness. He couldn't have. Once he saw lion, and he said he, he wouldn't say tiger, he would say lion. His system is not tampered with. Maybe I'm speaking too high today. Are we okay? Understand? You understood? Okay, if you don't understand, one day, I know, you will understand. Okay, go back to Genesis chapter 11. We are still walking around Babylon. So now, they are building a tower of Babylon in Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. And he said they said, Lord, said go to let us build us a sitting tower, whose top may reach unto heaven. That's what took us into all the scriptures. Now, I said that, over here, there is a little bit of uh, a mistake with... Um, the translation, all right? Why did they make that mistake? Because when you are translating from one language to the other, because the New Testament was written in the Eba, that's the Hebrew. The Old Testament was written in the Hebrew. So why would he make that mistake? Because while they are translating, if it doesn't make grammatical sense, they will have to include certain words so that it can make grammatical sense. So when you look at your King James Bible, Own King James Bible, you will see some words in this verse that is in italics. Once you see italics, it means it was not in the original writing. So now, which words are in italics there? Is it? Look at it again. Do you have King James there? May reach. The words in italics there is, and they said, go to, let us build us a city and tower, whose top may reach. So we're going to remove may reach because it's not in the original text. So they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top unto heaven. So then, scholastic people, erudite people look at us and say, you must be silly to, to believe that. God really was bothered that they were building a tower to reach heaven. Because while it was getting to heaven, I'm sure someone, when they get to space, it will scatter. Right? So why is God bothered by this? Even today, if they try it, they will have issues. With all the technology. So imagine at that time, what kind of technological um, uh, apparatus would they use? To build a tower, who stopped me, to reach all to heaven? But no, that's not what they were saying. One time, somebody told me a big lie when I was a kid, and I believed it. They said that some people went in space and they took a record and they were hearing angels singing. Hey! And they said, They were here. Hallelujah! Hey, we have been through a lot too. All right Now, this is it. He said, go to let us build a city and a tower. Who stop unto heaven? Who stopped unto heaven? Who stopped unto heaven? Who stopped unto heaven? Then you would have to study a bit of history to understand this. What happened over here was that at that time there was a goddess called Semiramis. And she was known as the queen of heaven. Nimrod was serving Semiramis. Or was worshipping Semiramis. So they built the tower. Why would they build tower? Because God has not built tower. All of God's buildings are flats. God has not built tower. Why did the tower start? Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. And it came to pass when men began to multiply upon the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God you know sons of God? Angels. The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. Angels. One time one brother said, <laughs> he said, if the angels could not stand, how much more? <laughs> he said, God understands, if the angels could not. The sons of God, angels came down and saw so women. And the word fair means beautiful. They saw so women. So innocent looking. Beautifully. <laughs> and they took them wives of all which they chose. There you see a bridge there. Where do you see a bridge? You see a bridge, first of all, they took wives of which they chose. In Genesis chapter 1, in Genesis chapter 2, God brought Eve to Adam. But these guys breached it. They chose. They went to town, selected. Yeah. Verse 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be hundred and twenty years. Verse 4. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, King James is making it very difficult for us to understand. Maybe this verse, take it to the, the Living Bible translation. King James is very diplomatic. In those days, even up, and even afterwards, when the evil beings from the spirit world were sexually involved with the human women, the angels were sexual, the spirits were sexually involved with human women. You know, it still happens today. Their children became giants of whom so many legends are told. All right. God made man. We all know man's height. So man is living in a flat. Now, these evil spirits are are sleeping with women and giving birth to giants. They can't stay in those flats. So they will have to build towers. That's where towers started. So the tower was not God's plan. So those towers didn't have staircase like you, you, you have. Those towers accommodate the giants. They live in those towers. So Nimrod made this tower. Then on the top of the tower, there was a shrine dedicated unto the woman called Semiramis, who is also known as the Queen of Heaven. So what is Babylon's strategy? Genesis 11, you see. You see Babylon's strategy. Babylon's strategy is go to let us make break and bend over the earth and bend them thoroughly. Bend them thoroughly. So there's one thing about Babylon. Babylon seeks to drain you alright? Drain you to push Satan's system. Now I told you, I said the reason why Babylon, Egypt and Sodom are together is because they, the three of them I like Sometimes you see Egypt and, uh, and Sodom together. Let's go to Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. And Abraham went up out of Egypt. He had his wife and all that he had. And lot with him into the south. So you're going to, um, so you see, we'll go to verse 1 again. Abraham went out of Egypt. From Genesis chapter 12 he went into Egypt. Now, at this point he comes out of Egypt with his wife and, and, and lot So now go to verse 10. Genesis chapter 11 verse 10. In verse 10 he says, And the Lord lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watched everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. So Sodom was like Egypt. So there were some things I said about Egypt because we had gotten to Egypt. So let me just try to run through it. Now, Egypt is a type of the world. Number one, write it down. Egypt is a type of the world. So, it's a biblical type of the world. Then, point number two, I mentioned last week, I said, Egypt is a passage and not a home. Because Egypt is a type of the world, Egypt is a passage. I said, when Abraham went into Egypt, he came out. When Jesus went to Egypt, he came out. The problem with Egypt is that when you stay in Egypt, you will become a slave. So now, Jacob goes into Egypt. Joseph understood that Egypt is a passage. So when he was dying, he told them that the Lord will visit them again. When he visits them, they should take his bones out of there. Because he understood that Egypt was a passage and not a place he should stay. He understood that he came to Egypt on an assignment. And even though he was going to die there, they are supposed to take his bones out of there. Because the world is not a place for us to pitch our tent. And 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 clamor for things as though this is where we are. Any Christian who is thinking all about the world has missed it. He's going to become a slave in Egypt. Going to become a slave in the world. Then I talked about the estimations in Egypt. The things that the Egyptians look for. You know? And I said, number one, Egyptians hate shepherds. Egyptians hate shepherds. And I told you, I said, it is no coincidence that people hate pastors. The people of the world hate pastors. They think every pastor is, 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 is a scam. And they have no basis for thinking that or for saying that. But the hatred of shepherds is with the Egyptians. Go to Genesis chapter 43. You see that there? Sorry, Genesis chapter 46. Now in Genesis chapter 46, verse 33, and it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you and shall say, what is your occupation? All right, 34. He says, that ye shall say, thy servants trade hath been about cattle from our youth. All right, even until now, both we and also our fathers, that ye may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Egyptians don't like shepherds. They don't like shepherds. They don't like shepherds. They don't like people who are preaching. They don't like people who are are taking up, responding in the house of God. Once that persecution is going to start. Why? Because the Egyptians, do not like shepherds. Shepherds are an abomination to the Egyptians. But Joseph told them, he said, tell Pharaoh that your occupation is that you are a shepherd. So no matter what you are, whether you are a lawyer, you have to still be a soul winner. No matter what you are, whether you are a doctor, you still have to be a soul winner because your occupation as it regards God is you a shepherd. I'll move from there so we can go to the next one. Number two, separation from the Egyptians. Why? Go to Genesis chapter 43, verse 31, and he washed his face. Talking about Joseph, this time he has seen his brothers there, and he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and set on bread. Okay? And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves. Now look at They set on for him by himself and for them by themselves and for the Egyptians. Clear distinction. They set bread for Joseph, they set bread for Joseph's brothers, then they set food for the Egyptians. Which did eat with him by themselves? Because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. What does this mean? What does this mean? Go to 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verse number 13. 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 13. Now for a recompense in the same, I speak unto my children, Be ye also enlarged. Go ahead, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what path hath he that believeth with an infidel? Verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, sear the Lord and touch not unclean thing and I'll receive you. He's talking to Christians. He tells them, he said come out from among them and be ye separate. Some Christians are not separated. Some Christians are not separated. There is more no hope for an unbeliever who has not known Christ than for a Christian who is in the middle. And that's why Jesus Christ said, It is either you are cold or hot. Because when you are cold, we intercede for you. When you are hot, we tear you on. When you are in the middle, we don't know what to do for you. So Joseph had wisdom. Joseph had wisdom. And he said in Genesis chapter 46, you go back there, verse 33. Genesis chapter 46 verse 33. He said, And it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you. And shall say what is your occupation. Then in verse 34. And you shall say the seventh trade have been about cattle from our youth even until now. Both we and also our fathers that we may dwell in the land of Goshen. So Joseph is telling them the reason why I'm telling you to say this. Because they don't like you. Then also so that you will go into Goshen. So that I can separate a place for you. That the guys need to be separated. Listen, when you are Christian and you want your Christianity to last, you need to find a Goshen. There has to be a Goshen because without a Goshen, you are going to enter into Egypt and be like the Egyptians. Couldn't be like the Egyptians. So what are the things that you need to separate from? Number one, you need a separation in your mind. Write that down. You need a separation in your mind. Look at the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you which also is in Christ Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get born again, you don't have a mind. When you get born again, you don't have a mind. Your mind is Christ's mind. Your mind becomes Christ's mind. Your opinion becomes Christ's opinion. Someone said, oh, we, we all have how we interpret the Bible. I have, I have, my opinion is, when I'm talking about scripture, I don't listen to your opinion. Once we start talking and the subject matter is spiritual, we must have a common document of referral. And that's the word of God. When you, when you meet any Christian, any friend, and the, people, the, the person does not esteem the word of God, you are talking to the wrong person. If God said, are huh? you listening? If God said, I'm going to give you a good example. Okay, a good example. Maybe go in a church. If God said, and do not forsake the assembly of yourself as the manner of some is, then someone look at you and say, oh, this one, the Bible, the world has changed. The world has not changed. I told you something in the model church. I said the Bible is the oldest book with the latest news. The world can change with this technology. God does not change. Till today. There's no, there's no technology for fasting. Till today. There's no technology for fasting. If it requires fasting, you will fast the fast." Jesus Christ said, this kind. This kind goeth not out by prayer and fasting. There's no amount of prayer for me that will remove it. This kind goeth not out by prayer and fasting. Keep misbehaving with your Christianity. A Christian does not have a mind. Let's settle this thing here. Your opinion is not important. Hey, Job said, he said, I have esteemed his word above my necessary food. Your opinion is not important. Oh, pastor, I think that, is that what the word of God is thinking to that thing you are thinking. You must be ready. You know, people like that never, never see the power of God. You know why? Because once you have a contrary mind to the mind of Christ, you never see the power of God. Look at Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 again. He says that, Let this mind be be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, All right, What's the mind? Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He said, "What? but made himself of no reputation. That means this man had a reputation. He had to bring his mind in accordance with the mind of God. He made himself of no reputation. So sometimes you want to be a particular thing, then the word of God says a particular thing. You have to bring your mind to be the mind of God on the matter. No matter how sentimental I am about the situation, once the word of God speaks on it, I have to be able to drop what I want to say. Be separated from the world in its in its mentality. Be separated from the world in the way they think. I'll give you a clear example. So many Christians are so gullible. So gullible. He sings one, two, one, two, three songs, four. One, two, three, four songs. And they put him on Christian gospel charts. It's number two. He's sharing a testimony. Who organized the award? By the time you go and check, the people who organized the award are a set of unbelievers. And I've, I walk around those, so I know what I'm saying. set of unbelievers who are awarding the song you are singing to God. Many of us have not really thought about it. There's a very big problem with it. Oh, this person just became a Christian. The next week, he's stopping gospel chats. And you are happy. You said you are supposed to be one. You don't understand God. Let me tell you, if any uh, person who is not singing for God says that he has repented and he comes to sing, listen to the counsel of God, and he comes to sing a gospel song, he's not supposed to have views. He's not supposed to have listeners. He's supposed to be rejected. That's the only way he can be received by God. They have to reject him if the same people you would think that the, 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 the same people he won them, he can't win them. The Holy Spirit is the only one who can win. One time, some, some, somebody said to me, Oh, Pastor Inok, the reason why people go to his church and are, 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 are saved is because of, you know, uh, uh, rap, that if he gospel rap, and people are saved because gospel rap. rubbish. <laughs> There's only one thing that saves people the power of the Holy Spirit. Rob cannot say, cannot say anybody. <laughs> Some people said, and, and I get that a lot. When people are inviting people to church over here, they say, hey, your church they when I come, you must dress, you must dress. I don't have anklets. <laughs> yes, somebody said, I don't have anklets, so I cannot come. <laughs> then they come, and the day they came, we were doing four hour prayer. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. One lady said, when you were coming, I like, ah, Pastor, you know, ah, that, ah Pastor, ah. So when he came, that's the day we were doing 12 hour prayer. She couldn't believe it. She regretted. She said she didn't know whether to pray. She got. She doesn't know where to pass. The foundations don't change, ladies and gentlemen. The foundations don't change. I believe in prayer. I believe in fasting. I believe in the word of God. That you cannot, you cannot modernize Christianity. You cannot dress. Hey, Jesus Christ said, "Listen." Jesus Christ said. When you fast, he didn't say if you fast. He said when you pray, he didn't say if you pray. When you give, he didn't say if you give. There's nothing you can do. You cannot make it, you cannot make Christianity modern. You can't do anything to it. The foundations are there. When you remove those pillars of of, of religion, nothing is is left. When you remove prayer, fasting, this will be a hub of demons. I've been having all night with the PCF leaders. Every day. Every day, all night. We finish it, we all go to work. So if you see them wearing hair, don't, don't be deceived. They remove it and you see the comrade, they are praying on the field. You cannot get tired because where I went to wear, pray with them, there's no check. You have to walk. Whether the Lord will hear you or not, so just go ahead. So when you oh, say, so. acting a drama over there, you know, <laughs> instead of acting a drama you think that is a drama team. <laughs> drama team. Be separated in your mind. How can the world now give us a word? The world is giving us a word for a song I was singing to God. How is that? If anyone, anyone going to give you a award, the church. Yes. yes. Why? Yeah. That one you can. If if Pastor Chris give me a award, I'll collect it. it. because it's beyond a word. It's the anointing. Okay, that one went to collect for what? They didn't give you money. Mm-hmm. They rather told your people to vote. They collected your money on top. Be <laughs> separated in your mind. I'm not against award shows. They can award anybody if you're a Christian and that is your testimony. Ah. That is your testimony. Your testimony is that some people it and they awarded you. That's your testimony. And you see Christians, gospel music, fighting over it. And I deserved it. I deserved it. Shame. One time, people nominated If I say, if you don't remove my name, nominated. Best youth pastor. Right? They want people to vote. I'm just telling the secret. They just want people to They know that you are you ah, when I tell you, you to vote on me as a best I no, I'm waiting for that good and faithful servant. I'm waiting for someone to gather somewhere and come and kind of give me a word. Some of you, you need to page your mind. You need to page your minds. You don't want to be, it's all Christians you want to be. There are other things I'll talk about later, but not today. Kai, another day separated in your mind, your mentality. Bible says, and be not conformed to this world, ah, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If where you are coming from, they don't stand up for the elderly, when you come to the house of God, you are told in the Scripture that you shall stand up for the gray-headed. Let me share a testimony with you. I will not tell you who it is. <laughs> One of the services, we were here. People were standing around. Then, A very big CEO was in church of a certain bank. Was in church. And she was standing with her son because there were no seats for people to sit. She was standing with her son. Everybody's comfortably sitting. And some were sitting on the staircases, and you can see clearly that there were no seats. So one guy, he's here, he's in church right now. He stood up for the woman. The woman said, Oh, the sons will sit down. Ah. The guy took released his seat for the woman. The the woman said, No, his sons will sit down. So the the guy now went, I heard the testimony recently. The guy now went, the guy is sitting among you right now. I just won't mention who it is. He now went looking for a chair for the woman. He doesn't know the woman from anywhere. He brings a chair, the woman sits on it. Okay, long story short, the guy is now working in that bank. Everybody was... We are in a generation that they will never do good until it will benefit them. Be separated in your mind. Don't be like the world. You you are in a bus. You see a gray-headed person. Stand up. People think those things are not important again. They are. Not because of respect or culture. It's in the scripture. It says you shall stand up for the gray-headed. I think it's in Leviticus. You shall stand up for the gray-headed. Number two, separated in your speech. Now, there are two things there. They were separated from the Egyptians. And two things you see over there. They did not eat with them. And they did not eat what they ate. I'll share, the, I'll share with you the significance of that in a bit. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Separate in your speech, book of Job. Job chapter 22. Look at this, verse 29. I love this scripture, and most of you know it, and you love it too. When men are cast down, and thou shalt say, There is a lifting up, and you shall say the humble person. Hold on. Do you know that we read this as, When men are cast down, we shall be lifted up? That's not what he's saying. He said, When men are cast down, you shall say. That means it could look like you also cast down. But then, he doesn't want you to talk like they are talking. Hey. He wants you to say, there's a lifting up. When they gather together and say, oh, things are hard. You shall say that I, I'm living in Aye. Hey, Aye. I told you, I told you, I told you. People did not believe that there are opportunities in this country. I prove it to you during the favor supernatural paper service. I thought I said there are opportunities in this country. Everyone is complaining. There are no, but there are no opportunities. I, all I did was to, you know, I have to, we have to switch, we have to switch some some channels, and then we have to open the possibility. And then we know the power of God can make it possible. The opportunity, then brethren began to get jobs. Brethren began to get jobs. Things began to happen. Thou shalt say. Thou shalt say there are some people they come to church, and then you know, they hear how we are talking, they start talking one, two, three. Then after a while, there. A day, a day, a day. No, when you have a friend, a friend is always correcting your speech. Be humble and listen. He's saving you to separate in your speech. You just said, I'm dead. See, the person will tell you, don't say I'm dead. You can say I'm dead and you will not die immediately, but you have introduced death into your body. The day death will strike it you know that this body is possible. Something I learned while I was on campus with my friends. Oh boy, they made me always act my faith. There's a topic I'm, I'm, I'm treating in model church. My God. I, didn't I, I don't know if I. don't know if I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll teach it. It's about mastery. You know these things, eh? The day you started learning how to cook jollof, was it perfect? So you started your work of faith. You didn't get it done. You are, you are thinking it is not true. Why are you thinking it's not true? When you tried jollof the first day, did you think jollof is not real? You were not able to really do it. But then you never thought jollof was not real. You knew that you just needed to keep practicing it. So the work of faith, you, you 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 have to first of all know the theory then you act it all right when you act it it might not look like it but you have to keep speaking it you have to keep saying it something i used to do we used to do when we are walking on on you know on campus i those days those days we're walking on campus then my someone's leg hits a stone immediately he says heal he's feeling the pain but he'll keep walking because he has said heal another person Adi, 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 adi! Me 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 No, but when I like hit or something, heal! Listen, you got a cold. you could not cast it out. You've come out that cancer which you pray for you. Your faith could not handle cold When those things happen, even though you are taking drugs, be saying the word of God. Be speaking the word of God because those small things come to train your faith. They come to train your faith because there's a day the devil will strike. Your faith will have to be potent. But you miss the opportunity to use it on cold. You want to use it on diabetes. You speak differently. Someone say, someone say, I talk differently. I talk differently. Someone say, I talk differently. Say, I'm a success. I'm a success. Listen, when you listen to people saying, oh, I'm money my Nobody's knowing everything. So say, I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that. Hey, I'm not part of that. Hey, then you begin to recite the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restored my soul he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou not turn my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the day of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Somebody show, Somebody show glory! Somebody show glory! Somebody show glory! Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's something you have to learn to do. When the word of God comes out like this, you respond. So people don't respond because they think the word of God is a non-living thing. You respond. You respond. So when you're reading the Bible, don't read the Bible like you are just reading. When you read the Bible, respond. Abraham was rich in... Uh, when, you hear, when you hear, and Abraham was rich in cattle. Yes, yes, that's my life. That's my life. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> you don't You don't just read, Abraham was rich in cattle. No, 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 no. You are reading, you are responding. 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 If that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in my mortal body, that same spirit shall quicken my mortal body. Then you respond, say, my mortal body is quickened. Quickened. Someone say, quickened. You don't talk like the world. They say what they see. We don't say what we see. We say what we want to see. I told them something. I told them something in the, in the model church. I said, I said, I called for people who have never entered the the university. And and, and they said there's a a curse in their family about that they don't enter university. And they came forward. I said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to show you something. And when I finished, I said, go and finish the university. Listen, they were still standing there. I said, you don't know what just happened. What they are doing, that is not making anybody go to the university. It's a degree. That's why nobody is able to pass it. Before that decree can be changed, there has to be another decree. So what I just did was that I decreed it. So therefore, their forms, their fees, their provisions, everything is in what i said. Go and finish the university. There is another gentlemen, I speak to you by the Holy Spirit. Go and walk victoriously in life. Yeah! Yeah! Victoriously in life, go and walk victoriously in life. Go and walk victoriously in life. The sun shall not spite thee by day, nor the moon by night. When people are complaining, you'll be testifying. When people are complaining, you'll be testifying. When people are complaining, you'll be testifying. You'll be testifying. Just the opportunity are open for you. Ya so takala, lasha takala, Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka. 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 bring the Holy Ghost at this point bring the Holy Ghost <speaking in Spanish> Ladies and gentlemen, look at this scripture. We are still praying. We are still praying. I'm I'm the pastor of the richest, the largest, most influential young people in this nation. Young millionaires are coming out of here, kingdom financiers are coming out of here. If you believe it, shout out amen. Shetaka taka taka Marco, ko si, se, se, shetaka. Hey, ya, 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 ya. Exodus chapter 1. Mutododala. I I want to break some things. Separated in speech. Separated in speech. Separated in speech. My life is moving up on the forward. My life is moving up on forward. My life is moving up on a forward. My life is moving up on a forward. My life is moving up on a forward. 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 To your future. Prophesy to your future. Prophesy. I'm walking in victory every day. I'm walking in dominion every day. I'm walking. I'm walking in victory. I'm walking in dominion. I'm walking in the word of God. I'm walking in the will of God. I'm walking there. I'm walking there. I'm walking in dominion every day, with my head high, I'm walking in dominion, I'm walking in dominion, that's why elements are subject to me, that's why elements are subject to me, Affect me. The economy of this nation does not affect me. I see opportunities. I see opportunities. I see opportunities. opportunities, I'm a young man with a difference, I'm a young man with a difference, I'm a pastor with a difference, I'm a pastor with a difference, speak it, say it, you are a businessman with a difference, you are a student with a difference.